what we're doing in the new year here is I want to take a deeper dive into looking at the life of Jesus and, and looking for patterns that we can walk with him. And uh, it's, it's so important for us, you know, it's, it's easy to get, uh, you know, when, when we were talking about our, our, you know, maybe we have some kind of uh, New Year's resolution. The only resolution I ever have in my life uh, is the same resolution as I want to get deeper with God. I got to know, I have to know him. And I hope that's your passion too. It's like, you know, it's all the things of the world that we chase, whatever, uh, they pale in comparison to Jesus. They just do. And so um, as we start the new year, I'm like, man, we, we just got to get back and take a look at Jesus and, and see what the Holy Spirit wants to teach us about his life so that we can know him better. So you guys ready to know Jesus better? All right, so last week we talked about, uh, we, we actually talked about John the Baptist. We we're like, wow, we're ta- I thought we were talking about Jesus. Yeah, but, but John the Baptist is a type of both us because we're forerunners of Jesus. Do you know there's people actually in this community that don't know Jesus? Have you noticed that? Uh, have you met any of them lately? Have you driven by any? Uh, okay, something like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe twice today. And we are those that declare you know, the king is coming, the king is coming, the king is coming. Uh, people will not know about Jesus if we don't tell him. And so that's, that's part of our heritage. But the reason we don't normally tell him is we don't understand how he has really worked in our lives. Right? Because, I, I mean, really, if you guys, I, I think there was another billion-dollar lottery this week. Did anybody play that? Did anybody win? You know, everybody always, I, I didn't play, you know, I, I don't play the lottery because I'm a loser. Uh, but besides that, um, if you won a billion dollar lottery, you think you'd tell somebody? Uh, probably not. Yeah, I know, because then they, everybody's like, hey, <laughs> what can you give me? Okay, but you would want to tell everybody, wouldn't you? <laughs> you know, and it's the same. You guys did win the lottery. <laughs> Before the creation of the world, God chose you in him. To be holy and blameless in his sight. You guys won. You won the big number. This is it. You you guys have have got it. And yet somewhere along the line, the enemy has tamped us down and said, you don't want to tell anybody about that. Right? Has that ever happened? You know, and sometimes we shrink back in the faith when we should be saying, wow, you guys could win the ultimate lottery too. The lottery of knowing Jesus. Okay. So anyway. That's what we talked about last week. Let's talk about this week. So we're, we're at the point where Jesus is about to be baptized. And each and every, you know, I was trying to get to the temptation today because I've been dealing with temptation. I already told you one of, one of my temptations uh, this week is to be in a hurry. And that's why the Holy Spirit backed me up and said, you're in a hurry to get through this scripture, aren't you? And, I, and I'm like, yeah. And he goes, I want you to slow down. I said, but yeah, but I spent all week studying on this. And he goes, yeah, that's why we're going to slow it down. Because our life is not about where we want to go. It's learning to go where he wants us to go. Okay? And I am, I, I am like, you know, well, in, in the, the Psalms it says, don't be like an unbridled horse. I'm still unbridled after all this time. I mean, he says, don't be, don't, don't be like that. But I, I am anyway. So let's look at the scripture. We're going to look at, uh, uh, this is uh, Luke chapter 3, verse 20 
1 and 22, and then we're going to go to Luke chapter 4, verse 1 to 3, and I'm going to get to the temptation, but we're not going to talk about it much here. Now, and you guys might want to use a pen on this. This is too good. Now, when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heavens were opened. And the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Imagine that day. And then it goes on, and Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness for 40 days being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days, and when they were ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, if you are the Son of God... Command this stone to become bread. All right. So this is what I want to talk about this morning, is about the pattern that we walk in really all the time, but it's really an initial pattern for us, is that for us, um, in order to, to walk in a deeper way with Jesus, we have to get to this place where we understand who we are, and be completely secure in Christ. See, our identity can't be found in anything in this world. I mean, I am really good looking. (laughs) But when I look in the mirror, I can't say my identity is in this awesome person that I am. Because guess what? I got old. And it happened. I know. I'm still good looking, but it's because my eyesight is going. And I look in the mirror, I'm like, I think you're still good looking. And I look in, I'm like, man, I still have a full head of hair. Like those beautiful days of the 70s when I could let it flow over my shoulders and, you know, yeah, go go like that. I've got wiry Jewish hair, so it really never went like that. You know, I look at some of these uh, football players. I don't know if you guys watch football. I do, and I'm like, there's a lot of really good hair out there. Uh, Anyway, back to identity. Let's let's talk about it for a bit. So what we read in Ephesians was this about your identity: that you are loved, that you are chosen, that you are forgiven, that you are pure that you're adopted, that you're redeemed. This is your identity. Now, of course, the, the, the world, the flesh, and the devil, they want you to put your identity in things like, I'm gifted. I'm beautiful. I'm one of the beautiful people of the world. I have status. You know, I'm a pastor. I know, you're thinking, phew, man, is he holy. It's a role that God has given me, that's all. 
Just like, you know, Jesus had to walk in his humanity. You know that? <laughs> he, he was fully human. And he could have said, I am awesome. I am the son of God. But he didn't find his identity there. He found it in what God said there. You are my beloved son. Okay. Uh, status. You know, sometimes we, we reach some pinnacle. I don't know who, who you know. Are, are you guys still reaching for, you know, it's like, someday I'll be? Anybody, anybody? No, I know. Some, the older, older folks are going, no, I don't do that anymore. I, I, I'm a was. Uh, that's the problem with life. Eventually, you be, you, you, you are, you're a wannabe, then you're an R, and then you're a was. Okay? So I, I wanted to be used by God as a pastor. And he's like, okay. And then I are doing that. That's, that's really good English. You can tell I'm an educator. But someday soon, I'll be a was. And I'll be in some retirement community somewhere, and they'll say, what did you used to do? Well, I was. Because I can't find my identity there in what I do. But a lot of times if I asked you, it's like, who, who are you? It's like, well, I'm a, I'm a this. But what the Bible teaches us is that we find our identity as a child of God. And the very first question that, that the enemy tested Jesus with was, who are you? Who are you really? And he says to him, if you are the son of God. And Jesus turned back a chapter and said, and a voice came from heaven saying, you are my beloved in whom I'm well pleased. Now, our position, our gifts, our status, that might be someplace. But I think uh, Leonard brought it up this morning. Some people actually find their identity in their failures and their sins and their sinfulness and say, I can never. They look at their lack instead of who they really are. And this morning, I, I, I want us to see the pattern that the Father wanted Jesus to be fully established in his, his understanding. You are my son. You're going to walk out your life, but your identity's in me. And yet the first thing that's going to always be challenged in our life is our identity. Who are you? Who are you really? How many have ever felt bad about yourself? What do you say to yourself when you feel bad about yourself? Some people say, I'm just, you know, I'm stupid. I'm dumb. I'll never. But Jesus didn't go there. He said, I am a child of God. When, you're, when the devil comes to you and says, oh, yeah, you, oh, yeah, the failure, the sinner, we take the word of God, as Leonard so instructed us today, and said, no, I'm a child of God, adopted by God, loved by God, chosen by God, purposed by God. Got it? All right. <laughs> Got it, Amen. Got it, amen? Okay, so what are you going to say next time the devil says, oh, yeah, but you, you're going to say, I'm a child of God. It's amazing how we forget that. It's amazing. Yeah, but, but someday when I reach this, no. 
No, nobody will ever be that impressed with you. I mean, you know, I mean, even, even the richest people in the world. Come on now. Let, let's, let me name a few. Jeff Bezos. You don't know him. But if you met him, would you go, dude, you're the richest guy in the world or one of them? No, you'd say, hmm, good Good job building that business, dude. <laughs> Amazon, that's good. I like that overnight shipping because I like my stuff fast because I told you I'm always in a hurry. Okay? How about Elon Musk? Wouldn't it be awesome to be him? <laughs> I'd rather just be a child of God. Okay, let's move on. So don't find your identity in anything but Jesus. And every time you're, you're challenged and tested in that, always go back to, I am a beloved son or daughter of God. Don't get off it. The enemy will, 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 he'll hit that over and over. Like, let's just say, for instance, uh, I'll give you one last illustration. Um, no, I won't. All right, moving right along. <laughs> See? I, I, every once in a while, I have discretion. I was talking to Beth about this <laughs> this week. I've been reading the Proverbs, and it says, a wise man has discretion with his tongue. <laughs> Be better if I was silent on this one. All right. So then, um, I, I, want, I want us to read this verse again. I want you to focus on the second piece here. And that is the pattern of what the Holy Spirit is doing in Jesus' life. So here's what it says. It says, now when all the people were baptized and when Jesus had been baptized and was praying, I always love that, and was praying. See, when Jesus was doing stuff, he was always praying. He was like, I'm being baptized and I'm praying. He's like, I'm walking and I'm praying. I'm healing and I'm praying. I am spending time with God and I'm praying. Because prayer was the pattern of his life. And with, with me, and I know that sometimes with you guys, we try to figure stuff out without praying. All right, but going on. And the heavens were opened. I wish I had time to develop it, but I don't. And the Holy Spirit descended on him. That's the first time we see the Holy Spirit descending. Like a dove, and a voice from heaven saying, You are my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. And Jesus... What's it say? Full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan, and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness for 40 days, being tempted by the devil. All right. Part of the pattern that the the Lord wanted me to encourage you guys in and for us to be able to go deeper in was practicing our awareness of what the Holy Spirit is actually doing in our life. A lot of times we're living our life in such a way that we're just, we're just winging it. How about you? Winging life and not pausing for a moment and saying, is the Holy Spirit leading me here? Have I been led into a wilderness? Some of you are going, man, I've been living in a wilderness. <laughs> You're like, I can't hear God. I got no open heaven. I got nothing. And we haven't considered this is the Holy Spirit leading me here. He's like, ah, I've been tested for 40 days by the devil. This might be the Holy Spirit speaking. Are you guys with me? And I was thinking about this this morning. I'm thinking, Lord, how, 
how can I get a hold of this? Because I'm asking, you, you guys know that I always preach to myself first <laughs> and continually. And on Monday, I'm going to look and go, oh, Lord, I got to preach this to myself again. But I had to ask myself, what is it that the Holy Spirit's doing right now in my life? I got a couple things out of whack. Does anybody have anything out of whack in their life right now? Okay. So I got a couple things out of whack, and I interpret them from my perspective. And my perspective is I got to fix that, and I got to fix that, and I have to definitely fix that. You hear something in there? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you got it. Does this ever happen to you? Okay, it happens to me. So I've got to fix this. Instead of first consider, what is it the Holy Spirit is trying to say to me? What is it that he, he actually wants me to do? And that's why we, when we see Jesus, he's baptized and was praying. The very first point of seeing the Holy Spirit work is you've got to just stop and say, Lord, do this. Lord, open my eyes, open my heart so I can see what you're doing. That make sense? I want to just pause for a moment because everybody's got something going on in their life, right? Anybody, anybody? And we could race through this and get to the rest of my incredible sermon. Or we could pause and consider for just a moment, what is it the Holy Spirit saying to you right now in this moment about your situation? That would be way more helpful than anything else I could say. So I want us to just pause for a moment, okay? And I'll walk you through the exercise. All right. Usually it's the challenges we're facing. What challenge are you facing right now that's like, it's over a five? Might be a 10 challenge. Father, we come into your presence right now and we thank you that you have given us the Holy Spirit. I love that you said it came upon him, it filled him, and it led him. And in that same pattern, Lord, we ask you to come upon us, fill us, and lead us. We want to just pause for a moment to connect to you to speak to us about the situations that are challenging us right now. I know seeing the first thing that comes to my mind is where you're leading, there's always peace. And so, Lord, that you'd bring peace to our hearts that we're not in this struggle without you or alone. We don't even have to fix it because you're our God and you're leading us. Lord, may this moment begin what follows this week as we open our heart to hear and see where you're leading us. In Jesus' name, amen.
All right. Stay secure in your identity. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. And uh, I just put down here the last pattern is keep learning your dependence on God. Where we're going to go, I think we're going to get to the temptation next week, if that's where the Holy Spirit leads us. But all of the testings that Jesus experienced in the, wet, in the desert, and really every testing that we have, really is predicated upon, will we learn and keep our dependence upon God? Because where, the, where Satan likes to test us is he wants us to grab the wheel and drive our own life instead of what Jesus did was walk in it and say, what is it that the Word says? And what is it that the Holy Spirit is asking so that I can depend fully on Him? Every time we're out of sync in our life, it's because we have taken control over something that God wants to take control of. Okay? <laughs> Me too! <laughs> and Jesus is tested radically in, in a few areas, and we'll, we'll cover those another time. But the way through that is to just surrender and yield and say, Lord, have your way with me and teach me how to walk with you through these things. All right. So this week, you got your work cut out for you. If you want to walk with Jesus deeper, (laughs) you'll probably be tested in who you are as a child of God. (laughs) Somebody's going to come to you, you know, send me an email. Worst sermon ever. I, I get those from the, from the internet. I'm like, appreciate that. Because as a child of God, you know, all I can do is give my best, right? Actually, it doesn't happen all the time. But I do have letters. So this week, you will be challenged in who you are as a child of God. So, you know, you'll, you'll try to be like, yeah, but I'm the best student. <laughs> or no, I'm the best this. And uh, no, no. You're a child of God. Rest in who God has called you, and let Him love you. Okay. You'll also be tested in, am I going to take my own way, or am I going to stop and listen to the Holy Spirit? There's a lot of areas of our life we haven't stopped and listened. Every day we have questions, right? Ah. And then there's going to be some testing this week that will concern your dependence upon God. I don't know where it will be, but I'm not, <laughs> you're not going to appreciate it at first. <laughs> you're going to say, Lord, I don't want to depend on you here. And yet he's going to lead you and say, I'm going to show you how when you trust me, I show you who I am. And that's what the Lord will be doing this week in your life. I guarantee it. All right. Lord, we are open to walking deeper with you. We know that that brings its own set of challenges against our flesh and the challenges that even the enemy might want to uh, try to 
get us away from you. And this week we ask that you would empower us, fill us with your Holy Spirit, alight upon us, lead us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And with that, have a great week. It's going to be awesome. I mean, last week our, our reflection was, count it all joy when you encounter various trials. And right from the minute I, we reflected on that, uh, there was various trials that the Lord... And so I was so joyful this week uh, that I could barely stand it. <laughs> and so this week... Remember, you're a child of God. Thanks for joining us. Uh, lunch, it will be served. If you'd like to, to uh, hang out with us and uh, enjoy that. All right. Those that joined us online today, have a great day. And I hope you're enjoying uh, the rest of your day. And we'll see you next week for the rest of us. Thanks again. And uh, well, let's hang out. And we'll, and we'll eat together.